<laughs> I feel like the things we say when the mics are off would be a very listened to podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got some, I got a couple of nice emails. People seem to like. Oh, the last episode. Yeah. 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 That was actually really cool. Like a lot of people message saying, thank you. I'm glad to know I'm not losing my mind alone. I'm like, nope, nope. Ted and Steve have lost their minds. Everything's so heavy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. Get it out. Ah! Get it out of your system, all of us. The count of three, we all yell. One, two, three. Oh, that felt good, actually. Actually, it did, Steve. It did. They, they say, like, yelling the curse word makes people feel better. Yeah. All right, count of three, we yell the F word. One, two, three. <laughs> I almost feel like we got to start the show every week that way until this stupid effing COVID stuff is done. Jesus, man. That felt amazing. <laughs> Good to see you, Ted. It's good to see you. <laughs> I'm wondering what anybody, somebody heard that. Like, what is going on in there? Yeah, I bet like Mike in the office is like, what the hell? They just, they yelled and then they yelled the F word. Should I check up? It's one of those dilemmas. Like when your neighbors are yelling at each other, do you call the cops? Do you knock on the door? Or do you just hope that they're doing a podcast where they're yelling at Where's each other? yelling at each other. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. It's good to see you, Ted. Uh, yeah. uh, sorry we weren't here last week. Uh, I was uh, off a couple of days, and then Ted and I, we went and enjoyed ourselves a nice little lunch. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And Steve and I were put to a test. So yes. I had actually been in the gym before Steve fixed me up. I went to the gym earlier that day. Right. So we yep. were prepared to have oh, some food. room where there's gym equipment. I still have not stepped foot in our gym. <laughs> that order of mini tacos we got was massive. Shout out to Shane and Shelly over at uh, Sluggers. Yeah. Uh, awesome, awesome human beings, and I missed Sluggers. I did not realize I haven't been there in a while. Like, you <laughs> and Shelly looked at me, he's like, you lost some weight. I'm like, oh yeah. If I, stay, if I keep coming back here, though, I'm going to put all that weight back on. Oh my gosh, those deep fried tacos were amazing. <laughs> I won't lie, it took me a while to eat the rest of the day. Yes. Yeah, I got home and my wife's like, do you want a snack? Because you do like a snack around three-ish. I'm like, nope. Yeah, like I was the same way, man. Like it was great, but like, right, I think Shane got through a few extra of those mini tacos in there. I think he gave us the buddy deal. Right. And I was yeah. like, I was like, man, I, I'm pretty full for a while. I think we had two servings that were treated as if it was like one appetizer <laughs> serving. It was like insane. Like they're like mini jack-in-the-box tacos. Yeah. That's what they felt like. And they're greasy and delicious. Yeah, and honestly, like I, I like their chicken wings. I don't know that I always would get the mini tacos, but Jack in the Box was running the commercials, so they were on my mind. So I was like, and Steve and I, we're a good couple when we go out. Yeah. Sometimes we get sandwiches. Sometimes we just want appetizers. Yeah, and that's exactly what we did. Yes. We ordered two orders of wings, and Ted got the ranch because he's a ranch. communist, and I got the, the, the blue cheese because I'm a good person, uh, and then a crap ton of tacos. And yeah. we crushed it all. Yeah, Team Ranch, by the way. Yeah, I like that still going. People are still fired up about that. I know. I kind of regret chiming in because now I'm on the thread. Right. You're, and you got to stick with your funky, moldy blue cheese. <laughs> it's, it's delicious. I don't care. Give me all the mold. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> all right. Speaking of funky. Yes. Do you remember Rookie of the Year? The movie? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the kid breaks his arm. Yeah. And then he can throw really fast. Was it for, was it for the... 
The Chicago Cubs? For the Cubs. Yeah. Because there's the other one where the kid was in the Angels, but that was a different movie. Uh, that might have been like Angels in the Outfield. That or was Angels. And then there was Little Big League where the kid was the manager of the Minnesota Twins. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. But I don't know if Rookie of the Year was on ESPN or something, but Seth Rogen just tweeted out a scene. It was like, when I was a kid, I thought this was the funniest scene ever. And it's the truth. When Henry Rowengartner, like, like they figure out his hand, and the doctor's like, now rotate it forward. And he smacks the doctor's eye, <laughs> and he goes, funky butt-loving. Did he say funky butt-loving? <laughs> I've been laughing about funky butt-loving oh for God. the last three days. Dude, the minute you just said that, though, I thought child stars. Did you see that? Um, uh, what the hell is the kid from uh, the Mighty Ducks? The goalie. Not the goalie. He's oh. had a bad run. Goldberg's, he's sobered up, though. Is he sober now? I just saw a picture. He's out oh of rehab. Gosh, good People for helped him. him with a GoFundMe. Gosh, man, that guy has had some problems. Like, he's yeah. been on meth and all that. But no, the the the, the main kid. Oh, crap. Uh Oh man, what the hell is the key? But he's running for president. He's like pulling a Kanye <laughs> of the United States. Yes. <laughs> I can, apparently, this kid, he was in the Mighty Ducks. He was a star player. And then uh, he eventually stopped acting and became like a big wig in like a tech company. Was that right? That was the kid that was on the super fancy team. But then uh, they yeah, got he, him on the Ducks, right? He was the one that was like. Uh, no, the other kid that had like the the single mom who's really good, but then eventually, like I think in Mighty Ducks two, he might have tried to be like on the other team and like all right, all right. yeah. Oh man, what was, what was the player's name? It was like number ninety six. <laughs> See, Steve, you could tell was a hockey player because the, the Mighty Ducks is much more Conway. Conway. All right, what the hell was his first name? Crap. How can you? I think it's too late for. I mean, same way with Kanye. You can't run for president right now. You can't even get on the ballots in some states. It's Conway versus Kanye. Oh, this is crazy, man. And we all know Kim Kardashian's going to be president before Kanye is. I'll vote for her over Kanye any day of the week, man. <laughs> right. Dude, I've been joking about it since Trump got elected. Everybody's like, you're crazy. I'm like, am I? Yeah. Like, I don't know. She's She did prison reform. She got people up like, hey, like. I mean, you already had one reality star become president. Why not Kim Kardashian? Maybe it wasn't Con- Kanye or Conway. Oh man, who? Which, uh, this is going to piss me off, man. Pres- Sorry, we only have a short amount of time, and I'm going to uh, spend it trying to figure out. Figure out the kid from the Viking Rock Bucks. Pierce, ex-child actor, is now trying to run for president. Brock Pierce, did he play? Who did he played? Gordon. Oh, he played the younger version of Gordon Bombay in. Uh, oh, okay. The Mighty Ducks franchise. Oh, so it was not the actual move. So he was the kid that missed the uh, the penalty shot, right? It, wasn't that Gordon Bombay that messed it as a kid? Yes. And, you know, because he's like, another inch, I would have had it. And then the young kid with the wisdom is like, another inch the other way, you would have missed it wide. It's like, deep, bro. Deep, man. All right, why don't we get some push-ups out of the way? I think we're, we've only got like 20 minutes to do this podcast because Ted and I were complaining to each other for the, like the last hour. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> but we didn't want to spill it into the show, so we figured let's get it out of the system. And yeah. Let's, let's be good spirits. And let's get 10 to get the heart racing, the blood functioning, and the brain. Function. What? No, brain's it. functioning. Yes. Blood uh, pumping. Heart racing. Blood pumping. Brain functioning. Get 10. Oh. And yell the F word. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, have you ever 
done push-ups where you do like you go down and then come up like a quarter or a half and then go down. Yeah. Come all. Oh man, those suck. Yeah. Or then like the other ones like where like the reverse ones where it's like you, you you count slowly to go down, stay there for a few seconds, yeah, pop back up. Yeah, I, was, the, I was doing those three point ones on Friday and I was like, oh my god, I'm not gonna make it. Dude, I've been watching this one guy's workout video. Shout out to uh, Tanner Weidman, barbarian body, barbarian. I like his workout videos. They're simple. Right. He walks you through it while it's going on. So it's almost like you're doing it with a coach. Nice. But he does one for the chest where it's like you do regular push-ups, but you're on like your dumbbells. As long as you don't have like the round ones where you keep spinning, you know, but like, you know, ones where you can actually like stay in one spot. I hate doing them on the dumbbells. Oh, it's so hard. But then he does the other ones where it's like a pike one where like you just drive your head down. So you put the dumbbells 45 degree angle, you get your ass up in the air and then you go head down. Yeah. And then you got to like flatten out. Uh, I, I've done those, but his is just tap your head on the ground and then push right back up. Ooh. And dude, he does 10 like it's not a problem. I get to like six and I'm like, I'm reevaluating if I want to get in shape anymore. <laughs> I get <Yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. If you're looking for like a good at-home workout, I highly recommend uh, ten, ten or, uh, Barbarian Body. That, yeah, I was doing like those way. three point ones the other day and it's like... Like, we're supposed to go to 15, and after, like, a round, it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to cheat, get on my knees for a couple of these. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There are times where I'm like, he's, like, just powered through it, and I'm like, why can't I do it? And I'm like, I look at him, like, he's a chiseled human being. He has a head start. <laughs> Ted Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Uh, look, I don't have to tell people what's going on. Everybody gets it. It's everything's super heavy right now, all right? Like, it just is. Yes. Right? Everything's super heavy. We're also in the in the part of a pandemic where people are mentally tired, right? You're snapping at each other and stuff. So just do me a favor, everybody. Just take a time out. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just going, like, for me, sometimes I just like to go on long walks around the neighborhood mm-hmm. or, or you find yourself walking farther than you ever thought you would. Maybe you just walk by Husky Stadium because you remember when college football was played there. <laughs> You walked from Capitol Hill to Husky Stadium? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. It's a long walk. You do the um, the Lake Union Trail? Uh, I go up over, like, down Capitol Hill. And oh, okay. then, uh, I was going to say, I forget what that road is. It, like, cuts down and takes you to the back end of, uh, uh, what it, what's it, the cut. And then you, like, walk huh. over the bridge and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, we've done the... Or, the the uh, Lake Union thing that they have, like you start. Oh right yeah, yeah, I did that once years it's like ago. Six miles, dude. I did that years ago from Belltown with a twelve pack of Miller Lite. It was brutal. That is, we did it one time, like we do every Fourth of July. We walked Lulu to the point where she's tired, so that way yeah. the fireworks never affect her at night. It same worked again this year. We did. Um, where did we go this year? Oh, Ruston Way in Tacoma, really nice. cool little area. Once things get hopping again, we got to go down there. Yeah, Ruston Way's great. It's they've they've expanded it and it's amazing. Uh, but one time we did Lake Union, not knowing that it was six, seven miles. That's a long walk. And it was like halfway through it, we realized we're not even halfway out, done or close to halfway done. And I was like, why don't I just grab one of these freaking motorized bikes? I'll bike back to get the car and I'll come grab you. And I was like, no, we can do it. I'm like, fine. We had to carry Lulu at times. Like, we're like, we can't make Lulu walk six miles. Yeah. She's eight pounds. Yeah. So walks or, or. I don't know. Like, I'm excited Sunday morning. I'm going to get up, watch Arsenal Tottenham. So just whatever it is, just just remember, take take some breaks mentally. It, well, it's tough out there for everybody. I mentioned to you, like, my one moment of happiness every day is the car. I mean, driving to work and back from work, I'm guaranteed to kind of be lost in my own little world. Can't be bothered by phone calls, emails, text messages. It's just me and, like, whatever podcast or whatever music I've put on. 
and I'm just kind of alone with my own wor- in my own world. It's it's my favorite time of the day. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I like walking too. It's kind of yeah. my time to, I don't know, just it's just me. Even working out. I mean, as, as I never thought I'd be the person to say that, but I I look forward to working out because it's like it's, you know, I, I'm guaranteed that I'm going to have an hour just by myself. Right. Well, I used to say. I mean, that's one thing I liked about like playing pub league soccer, like mm-hmm. adult league stuff, right? Like, like this isn't a high level soccer. It's right. seven v seven, right? But when I'm playing, all I got to worry about is yep. passing the ball, may, or taking a dribble off the mm-hmm. ball, or, or you know, or you, you don't have to worry about life. No, it's just like at that moment, I'm focused on just you know getting myself open or playing defense or yep. whatever, and it's fun. The same with our hockey. Playing goalie. Yeah, exactly. You know. For that hour to 90 minutes, however long we're out on the ice, I don't have my phone on me. I don't have anyone (laughs) bugging me. I don't have any work problems. (laughs) All I got to worry about is stopping the puck or just not looking like an idiot when I don't stop the puck. (laughs) Very simple. I still say there's something strange about whatever level it is, especially almost as adults, like people like us that would, you know, like the pub league, I play more in the field, but if you need me, I still get between the posts, but it's like yeah. me and Drago always talk about this. Now granted, he did it professionally, yes. but it's a strange group of people that are like, I'm going to stand here and you could hit it at me and I'm going to block it mainly with my body. And they say goalies are weird. And, and, and honestly, you spend enough time with goalies and you're listening to two goalies. Yes, we are weird. Right, because it's it, a very stupid thing to do for fun. Right, because I get it. Like you got the glove and the stick, but I would still venture to say seventy-five percent of the saves you make are just hitting your pads. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. There's many times where it's like, oh, that hurt. Like, and I have all the padding in the world, but like over time, especially a chest protector, after a few years, it thins out. Yeah. Like the the pad, but they're so freaking expensive. That I can't justify buying a new one if it still looks kind of new. It's a weird thing. Like my chest protector looks really good. Like I keep it like clean and yeah, it's in good condition. But it's had many years of wear and tear. So when I take a slap shot or a shot in the chest or arms, I feel it. But I'd rather feel that than drop five hundred dollars on a new one. <laughs> I'll tell you who's the craziest is those lacrosse goaltenders. Yes. Now indoor lacrosse, they get they get uh Oh, they're pads, padded like they're freaking, like a hockey player. Yeah. But outdoor man, that dude's got on a chest protector, a little bigger neck thing, and then a helmet. A helmet gloves and a, and a big stick. Yep. A bigger like but that's it. Mm-hmm. Like oh and lacrosse balls, I'm sure a lot of people use them. You can use them for rolling out knots in your legs and stuff, yep. but lacrosse balls are hard. Yeah, they're not like they're not like a spalding tennis ball. No. Yeah, dude, I did lacrosse, outdoor lacrosse in high school. Oh, all right. Like, our high school just started a lacrosse team. And I was like, this is my one chance to be on a high school varsity sports team. Nice. Get the jacket, all that, because they were looking for players. And the guy that was a coach, he's like, you play goalie in roller hockey, you should do goalie. I'm like, yeah. I got the goalie thing. Yeah. I show up, I'm like, where are my pads? It's like, you don't wear pads. Like, you got gloves, a helmet, and a stick. I'm like, that's it? I was like, can I get like shin guards? No. Can I get this? No. He's like, cup, sure. And I'm doing it. And I did it that season. We sucked. So we faced a lot of shots. Dude, I was never more happy than I gave up goals because that meant it didn't hit me. Yeah, taking those off the shins. I would come home with bruises all over, man. I'm so glad I only did it for one year because I don't think I could have done it physically for another year. It was terrible. Yeah. I give all the credit in the world. Grant, if you're really good at it, you can stop a lot with. Your, with the, right, with, with the giant. With the giant net or whatever yeah. it is. I'm trying to think of a stick. Right, it's the, so the stick's the same size, but the head of the stick, that... It looks like a pool cleaner. 
Yeah, exactly. Like the goalie one is huge. Like, yeah. like that's your advantage. Right. But that's it. And that ball's coming at you fast. Those dudes are so good. Oh, they just whip them at you. Dude, I remember when I was a kid, too, a like short, fat kid. So the, one of the babysitters I went to, her son was a big hockey player. Mm-hmm. So they would always play street hockey. And I've probably told this story. But uh, so everybody was a little bit older than I was. So I was always the goalie. But street hockey, you don't have a lot of pads. I mean, I yeah. would come home with those little ball prints all over my legs. Did you do? I know when we were kids and we finally started like playing hockey, and like what it always takes like one of your friends to get into it, and then he gets everyone else into it, and that's right. what happened with us. Like, oh, let's go to the you know the elementary school that he lived across the street from, which PS two hundred seven, and it had like a little, they had like a little play field, a big wall that you could throw the ball against the wall, and we'd play suicide and like all the stupid games back in the day, uh, but a handball, but then they had a little like closed in little area that was perfect for hockey like roller hockey or yeah. even like you know just you know floor hockey even like it was nicely paved and everything that's so weird that's what we played i remember yeah. when he got a pair of inline skates we were like holy cow oh yeah then we like, then you step it up and yeah. we got like the right for us it was the quads the two wheels in the front two wheels in the back all right all right and with the stopper like it was like your brake in the yeah. front um but i was like i'll be goalie i thought it'd be fun and i had i had no no equipment so yeah. like you know i'm wearing like catcher's shin pads for my legs. What, first baseman's mitt? Uh, for, yes. 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 For either a first baseman's mitt or a catcher's mitt. No, it's a first baseman's mitt. Yeah, that's what I always used. And then I had my dad's hardware glove, and I took a book and duct taped it around the glove, and then a regular hockey stick, and that was, and then like, you know, a, a mask, like the Jason mask. It was like, and it was cheap. Like, if I took one off the head, I would have been dead. Like yeah. if someone had a good shot, right? And none of us did. And we were using we were using a roll of electrical tape as a puck. So it really didn't it wasn't gonna kill you. It came fa- it came at you fast. Yeah, and the street hockey ball wasn't nearly as hard as like a lacrosse ball. No, no. It was almost like between a lacrosse ball and a wiffle ball. Good call. And like and like how hard it was. But yeah, so we use like a electrical tape as a puck. And because if you use it long enough, it kind of smooths out and it and it looks like a puck and, nice. and it would roll. Yeah, it would, it would work great on pavement, like nice yeah. and smooth pavement. Like on crappy pavement, we had to pull out the ball. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that was like ghetto. Just duct tape. <laughs> no chest protector. Maybe a catcher's chest protector if, if, if one of us had one. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing, too, was their house was on a dead-end street. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could, play, you could play street hockey out there all day long. Oh, it was the best. Yeah. And we would all like skate there, like a little crew. And it's funny now, God, it sounds terrible, but there was one guy that lived around the corner and we used to harass him merciful, like mercilessly because he wore a helmet when he rode his bicycle. Like, can you imagine now you not putting a helmet on your daughter when she gets old enough to ride a bike? Right. He'd be like, of course they're wearing helmets. Yeah. But like, we were like, oh man, his parents make him wear a helmet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Turns out they were right. <laughs> Dude, you're right though. None of us wore helmets. No. No. Even when we played. Like I did because I was the goalie. But it, right. and, and it was like a low-budget Jason Voorhees mask. It wasn't even like a real goalie mask. Right, because right, we're, we're in the same age bracket. Yeah. Like I remember, like I want to say I had to be a teenager before I felt like they made it mandatory in the NHL. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, for a good chunk of time, there was a, like at least a couple players on every team that was playing without a helmet, full yeah. flow and everything. And then eventually, like it was like, because they made the rule, but if you were playing in the league before the rule was made, you were grandfathered in. Right, and so then those remember, guys would play until they retired without a helmet. I almost want to say Rod Langway for the Capitals might uh-huh. have been a non-helmet guy. I for think years. he was. 
Yeah, there was a few guys. Uh, uh, Landon McDonald, I believe, was for the, the Flames, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and then it was like a thing in the All Star game. I remember Duke, they would let him. And I was like, to me, it seems insane. It's but also now. nowadays, like we harass uh, or forgive. What's, your, what's his name? A hard time is he wears a cage, and it's like eventually everybody's be wearing a cage. Oh yeah, and, and rec league hockey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the donkeys, it was like a big faux pas if you wore a cage. Right. But then someone gets hit with a puck in the face. He's like, I don't want to wear, I don't want, I'm wearing a cage now. And we're like, no, you can't. And he's <laughs> like, no, I have a job. I don't feel like having, going to work with a black eye or missing my teeth because it's a sign of masculinity or whatever. <laughs> in beer league. It was so bad that that guy, remember whenever he would leave the locker room, guys would have a screwdriver and unscrew the cage. And then he'd come back in and he's like, Guys, I'm Heaney, not, right? Yeah, he yeah, he's like, I'm not going out there without my cage. So either give me my cage, or I'm just gonna sit in the locker room and drink everyone's beer. Hey, here's your cage back. <laughs> so stupid. All right, why don't we take a break? Right. Uh, when we come back, I got some great audio of a well-known comic uh, getting yelled at by Stone Cold Steve Austin because he took a poop in his house. Oh, in okay, because I feel like we could have. Some, I think we all have those stories of. Blowouts in places where you're not supposed to have a blowout. Oh, for sure. And the story was so, I was like legit laughing out loud in my car as I was listening to him describe Steve Austin getting mad at him for pooping in his house. It's awesome. All right, we're going to take a break. The Megacast will be back with a good poop story. Yes. Ted and Steve need a minute as they have to go to Costco to curse people out while not wearing a mask. The Megacast will return. Do you have some bad news to give someone? Is social distancing making it impossible to deliver that news with tact and dignity? Yeah, I want to break up with my boyfriend, but I can't do it over text, and we're social distancing. Introducing Bad News Parades. We get a line of cars and fire engines to help you deliver your bad news the right way. For corporate bad news, too. Hey, Julie, we're going to have to let you go. Corporate downsizing. Here's your severance package. Bad news parades. We are good at delivering the bad. I wish I could put this mask over my ears so I wouldn't have to listen to these two wads. The mega cast is back. I just explained to Ted that I'm clearly a lightweight. I wasn't drunk from our uh, afternoon lunch experience. I had, yeah. I had two beers. Yeah. The next day, I, again, did not feel drunk at all from it. The next day, I, I felt hungover. It's been that long since I've had beers. Yeah, I mean, right. And you barely drink as it is, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I do, it's usually like hard alcohol, but it's so rare that I'm even doing that. But I was like, oh, I have a couple beers. We're eating some chicken wings. It's the perfect thing to do. Felt fine. The next day, I'm like, gosh, I just feel so lethargic. And I'm like, you know what it also could have been? It's just a ridiculous amount of greasy food that we ate. So that- I'm blaming the beer, but it's probably the chicken wings and that massive helping of uh, deep fried tacos. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm telling you, we were just talking about it. Yeah, you never see two guys happier. Just like chow down. Don't worry. There's social distancing. Yeah. They know they I mean? good, they, shout out the sluggers. They do a really good job of keeping distance. Right, closing tables. So. But yeah, you I'm walk like, in, there's hand sanitizer. Yeah. What I said, it smells like tequila. He goes, no, you just drink tequila in here. So he, I was like, yep, you're right. 
Uh, but I'm with you. That that definitely was a large amount of fried food because that night I was like, damn, like, I don't know. Did you also I've gotten into a new habit. Oh, what's that? I've started watching like DJs just do random sets. On like on Facebook? On YouTube. Oh, okay. And then if you're zooming with somebody, let's say like the mayor, you can time it up so that we're watching the same stuff at the same time. That actually is pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know why it took us three months of quarantine or uh lockdown to figure this out. Yo, quick aside though. So now is it the EDM artists are now going through what the wrestlers were going through with this whole like being awful human beings to women? Oh, I, I haven't even looked today. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you don't want to, like, I, I, Bass Nectar just quit. Oh, I saw the Bass Nectar Because of the allegations, stuff. I think he did some pretty effed up stuff. I uh, was, like, communicating with a minor. He's like, I'm, I'm just done with music. I didn't do it, though, but I'm done with music. I'm like, that's not usually how you handle, like, I don't know how to handle that, because I'm not going through that, thankfully, but I don't know if that's the right way to handle it. Yeah, I... I don't know. I mean, I've gotten to the point now where if somebody sends me a DM, and this has nothing to do with chick or women or nothing. All but the like, ladies sliding into Ted's DMs. Yeah, but like somebody sent me a DM that just, I was like, I don't know that you, I'm not who you think I am, but I was like, I'm not even going to respond. No. Because I'm just it. like, it feels like a trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in the, the the culture that we're in with everything screenshotted and everything, like, it's just not worth, that's why I never really engage. Like I might jokingly give someone a hard time on social media. More often than not, it's because it's a friend. Right. But I'm not going to like start yelling and having arguments with people on social media because it gets saved. And if it's taken out of context, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be twisted in a way that makes me look a certain way that I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not worth it. And no, but, but it's crazy though. Like I saw him, a couple other, I saw like, the, I can't remember the, the, the artist's name. He's like someone that's performed that Meltdown in the past, oh. but it's like. A lot of these like producers and DJs are now. It's it, it's like it went from wrestlers to now it's the it's it's the EDM DJs that are getting like exposed for being piles of crap. Not all of them, obviously. No, but you know, a couple of them. I mean, I'm a big fan of Bass Nectar, and it's like, oh, now I'm never going to listen to them. Yeah, I never was. Oh. it was too much for me. Too much what? Awesomeness? Just I, it was. I don't know. I just thought it was over the top. <laughs> Big Gigantic. I love them on Friday night. Yeah, I know. Like, I was the only one in our little campgrounds that felt that that uh, Bass Nectar was the best. Yeah, I know. Well, I also have still, bad taste in DJs. I'm still annoyed when he did the sound check at 930 in the morning. That was a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> that, but the RV I rented was just rattling. It was a bad... That was Saturday morning. So in Summer Meltdown, obviously, what, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. We were there so Thursday, show- Friday. I was I, right. You showed up Friday. Yeah. Right. We, we partied part- hard. Oh yeah. Yes. Big gigantic. Crushed it. Yep. Like Friday night was a blast. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And and in that morning time, it was still kind of cool out. So we were in the RV just sleeping. Then all of a sudden, nine a.m. It is just rattling because Bass Nectar decided to sound check that early. And and you know, there's no real access to social media when you're at the the campgrounds because right. cell service is just crap. And, and also, nobody's going around with their cell phones. Everyone's like in board shorts or bikinis or whatever, yeah. doing stuff on the river. No one's paying attention to social media. But like the next days after that, that was like the ongoing like thread was, can we all acknowledge that Bass Nectar doing a sound check at nine in the morning is a terrible idea? Yeah, like, well, that yes. was that was the other joke, right? The best three shows of the weekend were were like base or base nectar sound check, big gigantic, and then base nectar. 
It was so loud. I remember on the river just like having a great time. And somebody's like, did you see the sea-based nectar this morning? I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> Waking everybody up who's hungover. Oh. Like nobody is like... If you're up at 9 a.m., it's because you had not gone to bed yet. I was going to say, the people that were still up were probably like, this is it. <laughs> this is the best late night tent ever. The sun's out and everything. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about, um, uh, you know, Gabriel Iglesias. Fluffy. Yeah, Fluffy. Yeah, great comic. <sighs> What's up? I'm just laughing. Okay. <laughs> he is a huge wrestling fan, so he was just on the Busted Open uh, radio satellite show and also podcast. And I listened to the podcast version, usually coming into work or going home. And he's just talking about his experience in wrestling because he's such a big fan, and it's surreal that wrestlers are fans of his. You know, it's got to yeah. be a cool thing. And so he was asked to be on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. All right. In order to do it, you go to Stone Cold Steve Austin's house. Broken Skull Ranch? The Broken Skull Ranch on uh, whatever it is, uh, 316 Gimmick Street. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so he's like, well, I should show up with some alcohol. So he bought like some, I think he said like, he bought some tequila, some whiskey, and some beer. All right. He brought it. And then um, he's doing the interview, and Steve's like, What's that in the bag? And he's like, Oh, I brought some alcohol. I hope not, you're not offended. I brought some as a gift. He's like, I'm offended that you haven't opened it yet. And so they said, Did Steve Austin quit drink? Or did he just quit for like a month to get back might, in shape? I think he quit beer. Okay. I don't know if he quit hard alcohol. All so, right. anyways, he says, Well, like, I know he has his own beer too. Yes. So I, w- I couldn't tell if that was just like, I'm not drinking beer for a minute or if he was just. I think, done- it's, I think he's on and off again. All right. I, like, I think it's for when he wants to get. Chiseled. Yeah. Uh, so they're trading shots, having a good time. And I guess then at some point after the interviews are done, Steve asked him, is, is there anything I could, he's like, hey man, it's been really awesome having you on. Is there anything I could do for you? And then Gabriel was just like, oh, I could, I just got to go pee. And so here's where the story goes from there. All right. He goes, listen, I know you're a big fan. So there's something I can do for you. You let me know. And I'm like, can I use your bathroom? And he goes, number one, number two. I go, oh, dude, it's just liquid all day. I just love that. I could. Can you picture Steve Austin pulling that? Yeah, number one. Wait, he's got a big house. Yeah. Well, everybody has like, you know, I'm, I have like, I got the house. I have, the, I have my poop bathroom, the bathroom that you use. Yeah. When you stay over, I never poop in the other two bathrooms. Yeah. Well, the one downstairs is just way too, it's way that, too close. That would be a dead, terrible move. Yeah. It's right by the living room. Yeah. All right. Hey. <laughs> And so he walks me down the hall and he opens up the door and he goes, you see that bathroom right there? That toilet seat more stone cold stunners than a rock. You go ahead and use that. And he, what a random thing to say. I like that. Steve Austin is just Steve Austin. at home. He even said that he goes to him and diamond Dallas page. He's like, you think when you, they are calling you that they're going to be like a more reserved version and they're just the same. Like, he's like, yeah, I pick up the phone. He's like, is this that fluffy some bitch? And he's like, yeah. He's like, Stone Cold Steve Austin here. And it's like, okay, you're not at all deviating from who you are on television. We interviewed Macho Man once in Baltimore, and he was no. the same way. Same way. Oh. Talked the same way and everything. I'm so jealous. That must have been so. Was he in, in studio? Oh, man, I can't remember. Oh, that even makes me more mad. Yeah. Oh, Ted. And he lets me use his personal bathroom, and I'm losing. I can't even pee anymore. I'm just taking pictures of the toilet, pictures of the sink. I'm a mean old mark in there, right? And uh, I don't know what happened. The alcohol kicks in with my, you know, breakfast basically, and I had to, I had to blow it up. Alcohol will and, do that. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes it just hits you when it hits you. Yeah, I yeah. trust you. I've been there, like sitting at home, like have a beer or two, and then it's like, oh man, I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> I better go sit down quick. Yeah, give it a stunner. It was an emergency, and so I. I 
I dropped him. I went as quick as I could, and it wasn't quick enough. He's outside the door, and he's banging on the door. What you doing there? And I'm like, oh, God, he's going to kill me. And uh, I'm hurt. Could, could you imagine Stone Cold Steve Austin banging on a door because you're pooping? And if he's, look, you have a chance to courtesy flush it right away, but if he's right outside the door, you have no chance. Right. He's on to you. He's going to know. I'm hurting. He's outside. He's clearly upset. He's he's upset. He's drunk. There's a Mexican messing up his toilet. It's not going good. <laughs> I come out the door and he's got a bottle of Lysol. And he's, just, he's spraying and he's mad. What the hell are you thinking, man? My wife uses that. What are you doing? You told me you had to go number one. And, and I relate. I, I would have that same. I would be freaking out too. I'm like, that's my wife's bathroom. Like, I think it doesn't matter who you are. You could be Steve Makes or Steve Austin. You're whipped by your wife. Oh, and then it gets even more ridiculous, Ted. So I started crying because I felt bad. Like I let my hero down a minute ago. He loved me. Now he's making me cry and he hugs me. And so now I'm hugging him in the hallway because he's trying to make me. He's trying to calm me down. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? He just said, that's weird, too. You just pooped and now you're hugging somebody and you're crying. Oh, my God. So, all right. I, I was going to say, do you have a when nature calls at the worst possible time story or something? Yeah. All right. I, I, unfortunately, I have a couple. But the best one, I still think, is years ago, right? My buddy Bernie. Now, we've been friends for years, and he's dating this girl, who is now his wife, mm-hmm. right? So, he's like, you know, Teddy, you got to come over. And that's the way he talks. Teddy, you got to come over, man. Her dad's cooking steaks, this and that. Oh, boy. Now, at the time, I'm working in radio, right? I'm making eleven five a year. Mm-hmm. So my, I'm eating, like, cans of tuna, this and that. Right. Not eating a ton of, like, like fast food, just crap, right? So we get over there, and it's, you know, they got beers, big steaks, <sighs> baked potatoes, and, like, vegetables and stuff. <laughs> it's probably the vegetables that got me the most. So at one point, and it's a nice house, but I go, hey, man, I got to use the bathroom. And everybody's like, hey, use the one right there. But it's, like... It's just like right off the kitchen in between like the dining room and like the, and I'm like, I have to use the, and everybody's like, just use, you know, go, go. So finally, like nobody's picking up on it. So I use it, right? Same thing. And I I mean, I'm probably just 21, probably didn't care. Either way, two minutes later, what the hell did you do? And I'm just like, I told you I had to go. Like, I I don't know, man. Like, why is there a bathroom right there to begin with? (laughs) It's a terrible spot. It literally would be like me being at your house and be like, I got to go, go. And you're like, just use the one that you said we would never poop it. Right. Yeah. Use the one right next to the living room. Like, all right. (laughs) You asked for this. Poops on your hands. Real quick, the one for me was when we were looking for a house. We were bouncing around, bouncing around. We found a place in Puyallup they were looking at, and it just hit me. I'm like, I got to go. And it wasn't like a house that someone lived in. It was a model house to like a new development. Yeah. So I'm like, babe, if I don't go, I'm going to poop my pants. And she's like, hurry up. So I go in the bathroom. I push this as quickly as possible. Thankfully, there's toilet paper. Do all that. Walk out. As soon as I walk out, there's the real estate agent. And they say, well, clearly you know that the pipes work really well here. And I'm like, oh. Like, oh. I was like, I, I turned bright red. And, and even Sid was like, we're not buying that house. I'm like, no, we can't. Like, I, can never, I can never show face to that person again. I almost feel like we should buy the house because I feel bad. Like, I desecrated it. But I was so embarrassed. Yeah, and when you got to go in those moments, like, you just, there's nothing you can do. No, there's it's no not, turning back. Right. I mean, like, worst case scenario, I feel like if you got to pee that bad, like, I, I don't know. You could, you could pee behind a tree in a neighborhood or something. Right. Like, you, you can't drop trowel. No. poop outside. There's too many factors.
Yeah, so many factors. <laughs> and, and the most important one is then what do you do when you're done? Right. How do you clean up? Yes. All right. On that note, we're getting out of here. We're out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I believe we're back next week. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be, be here. Yeah. Me too. Who knows when we'll start the podcast? It might be, uh, how long do we go? Oh, we got 35 minutes yeah, in. still banged out 35 minutes. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Maybe this could be your mental break. Listen to us talk about poo. Poop, goaltending, and... Screaming the F word. Yes. One more time for all the kids in the back. <laughs> One, two, three. Fuck. Follow us at the Megacast on Twitter.